It kicked. It kicked. <laughs> Do you know what it is yet? Yeah, it's cirrhosis. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. And the USA. USA. What's his name again? Uh, Vance Kolvig. So that's the guy. That's we're talking about. That's the guy from uh, UHF. Yes. Hey, Mister Change. You got change. But he's also apparently the first guy to play Bozo the Clown in a syndicated thing. (laughs) Of course, he was (laughs) drunk. He was the bulldog uh, chopper in the Yogi Bear show. Uh, He was in episodes of The Golden Girls, Hill Street Blues, St. Elsewhere, uh, Night Court. Um, And then he was also in uh, David Lee Ross' video for Just a Gigolo. What? He plays woman with papers, according to... He uh, plays woman with papers? (laughs) According to IMBD. Hold on, on, I'll have to listen to the whole song right now. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God, I will shoot you both. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot you have a thing against him. He's terrible. I've muted the audio to save your sanity. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Whoa. Hey, mister. Yeah. Hey, mister. Want some nightmares? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's him. David, my kids would simply kill me if you go sign a good thing for them. Forget about it, Dave. What the fuck is this video, man? It's David Lee Roth. Oh, Jesus. That's okay. who they based Dr. fucking Roxo off of it. I know, dude. <laughs> Why do you... I mean, how is this not self-explanatory? <sighs> oh, God damn it. It was going to be a good day. <laughs> I do cocaine. You yeah. didn't even have to hear or see him. I just showed you the fucking uh, Vance Jr. guy. Yeah, but it made me think of his artisanship. <laughs> I was much happier talking about cartoon bears and <laughs> and Thundar and the Barbarians and the Herculoids. Thundar. Dude. And, and we found our new podcast, The Toothless Truther. Oh, oh, yeah. Toothless uh, Truther. Toothless Truther. <laughs> Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Genius or angel? <laughs> Vaccine turning your blood into Kool Aid? And if so, can I have some? Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll have to figure out a story arc. Why Why are his teeth missing? Oh, I, I feel I, like he did I it think to we himself. Know, I think we Alien know. Aliens stole him. <laughs> it's a combination of helmetless motocross and crystal methamphetamine. <laughs> Perhaps a, that was his. That was with, his a, with, a, with a bar stool or two, maybe thrown <laughs> in and some demolition derby. Yeah. Now I'm actually starting to like this guy. <laughs> and a couple of ex-wives. Yeah. Took our actual well, to the teeth. Who do you think hit him with the bar stool? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I didn't say he was the one riding the motocross. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who, uh, God damn it, Waver Dean. Stop riding that fucking thing in the living room. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> crackling noise. Of, Swallowed my teeth. Now I pick them out of my, my poo. I was going to say, got to sit my teeth out of my shit. <laughs> What was I fucking listening to where they actually had to do that? Oh, there what? was like, yeah, some comedian like swallowed a tooth and like had to fucking like 
like sift through his shit for two days? I swallowed half a tooth, and I'm sure as hell didn't go to those extremes to find well, it. Well, apparently it was like an implant, I, th- I think, if I remember correctly. Oh, those are worth money. And it's like really fucking expensive. Oh, uh... Yates? No, fucking uh, the the uh, blue collar comedy tour guy, the only funny guy in the whole thing. Oh, uh, Tater Salad or whatever. Tater Salad, yeah. Uh, uh, Ron White. Uh, right, Ron, yeah, White. Ron okay. White. Okay, yeah, that was it. I thought you were t- talking about like when Yates got hit in the face with the traffic cone and lost his implant, and yeah. th- there was all these French fries. <laughs> who were digging through all these little kind of white tooth sized nuggets of shit, looking for one implant one tooth, tooth? And mm. just picking up tons of mcdonald's french fries. we never did find the tooth oh shit bummer <laughs> well, you don't remember that, that that was i thought you were there that was at the fun house maybe it was me and maddie had to do that i think it was you and maddie because it was I like jeff that. it was like a jeff leonard show or like tit pig was playing and like jeff or somebody threw a traffic cone and hit yates in the face and knocked out his <laughs> implant but then he threw the garbage can there were hit somebody had thrown away like the remnants of a bunch of mcdonald's fries so after he's always like hey guys can you help me find my tooth i was like what so yeah, when the traffic cone hit me in the face, must have knocked it loose. And like, there's just all these fragments of French fries, some of oh, which are Jesus. very tooth-like in size. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, they'd been doused in beer that people had been spitting on this day. It was a. It's like you don't want that implant anymore, anyways, dude. Banner evening, boy, I miss that job. <laughs> to clean to clean that tooth, you're gonna have to soak it in bleach long enough to where it's just gonna dissolve into paste. Yeah, it'd be pretty punk rock just to put it in there and let the bacteria fucking weld it back to, weld your, it back together. to your gums. Because <laughs> that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do yeah, the thing. In a perfect world. <laughs> All right, hey, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. Ah! Uh, <laughs> so, Tony, what do you know about uh, Dallas Stroudmeyer? I thought it was Stoudemire. Stoudemire, Stoud. Oh, am I, I conflating so, with Stroud, like Les Stroud, like the Survivor Man? Probably. Oh. Well, I think it's Stodden or Stoudemire. Stoudemire. Some, sometimes there's an N in there. It doesn't matter. Tony's not going to know who it is. Well, so. how am I supposed to even have a chance to get it if you say it wrong, man? That's on you. I don't. I call that a win for me. Okay. By default. That's it! Do you have a guess? Uh, he was a man. Okay. Dallas! Yeah. <laughs> uh, did he name Dallas in Texas? Was no. it Was it named yeah, for him? It was already named Dallas. So, okay. Hmm. I'm going to go with Invented the Waterless Urinal. Close. If, if <laughs> bodies full of holes are waterless urinals. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so, I'm supposing the right context. Yeah. Was, was he a shootist? Self, oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. The- well, kind of. That's the thing is he's a renowned gunfighter, but man, there's a lot of innocent bystanders get picked off in this shit. Mm-hmm. Cool. But sometimes that counts towards your average. I will put on my bulletproof vest. All right. So He's let's kick it off. Hell Paso, that's why we got Shiner Bach today. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Even though Shiner is not, not in El Paso or near El Paso. Still 500 miles south away. Of, south of fucking Austin. <laughs> Wait, Shiner Bach's from Texas? I always that's thought it was from Shi- fucking from Germany or Shiner, something. Shiner, Texas. Oh, okay. Why the fuck do you think I had the sticker on my Jeep all those years? Right. I, thought you got it, it I got free. it in Texas. When, okay, all right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right next to Ding Dong. So Texas beer. When when you used to go to the Black Cat Lounge on 6th Street, back before it burned down in 2002, go see the Flame Trick subs. Oh, yes. You'd first start out, everybody be drinking up all the Lone Star, and then you run out of Lone Star, and you move on to the Shiner, and when you run out of the Shiner, then you drink them 40s and Mickey's. 
<laughs> and then the show's over and you want to die. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after some Mickeys. And Mickeys then, and, and uh, Steel Reserve 211. Yeah. Those are things that I, I just Oh, they didn't stock that trash. They did not stock that trash at the I, I hear Black Cat Lounge. I hear either one of them spoke out loud and it makes me, I just instantly get hung, hung over, like immediately. Anyway, but yeah, but yeah, Shiner's the intermediary between the Lone Star and the and the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> like, okay, all right. That's good to know. It's actually not a bad beer. I just don't drink heavy beers that much anymore, but today, I drink some heavy beers. Well, welcome to Texas. Wow. So why don't we kick it off with your Comic Sans and lovely NPR voice. Truthler, truthler. Yep. Uh, Dallas wasn't El Paso's first marshal, but he came along at the, at the good time, though. Uh, 1873 was El, El Paso was incorporated. Which is kind of late for Texas. And this, the incorporated part is, isn't that what Sovereign Citizens or QAnon thinks is why, like, the last real president was in whatever year? Because everything in America is incorporated, so it's a corporation, not, oh. a, not a, a democratic republic or whatever. I just know that you only have to listen to your sheriff, local sheriff, and that's oh, as yeah, far yeah. as it goes. Yep, your sheriff is the supreme law of the land. <laughs> Oh, my God. The fucking mental gymnastics it takes, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the first marshal was named in 1880. That was John P. Taze. So if the inventor of the Taser. The of the taser. <laughs> so if you remember our Texas Ranger episode, he was the guy who surrendered his forces on the, uh, the El Paso Assault War. Okay. Later, he was fired as a town marshal for filling potholes with garbage. Well, you got to do something with the garbage. <laughs> and something about the potholes. Yeah. Perfect, also, perfect they marriage. had potholes. I mean, I just figured the whole street was a sloppy, horseshit, piss-riddled <laughs> mess, bedpan-ass fucking- Well, potholes n- are bad for your fucking night rub- rubber tires. They got to be bad for your goddamn wagon wheels. Yeah, but, I mean, how is there potholes when the whole when the whole street's consistency is, is that of, like, fucking jello pudding? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you put a pothole in pudding? Just ask Bill Cosby. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Also, is that a golden book? Putting in potholes How do you and pudding. Put, put potholes and pudding. Yeah, bread knobs and broomsticks or whatever. <laughs> bread knobs? <laughs> bread knobs. <laughs> I was picturing like loaves of bread shaped like dicks. <laughs> that probably Called exists. baguettes. That probably, yeah. Right. You've never eaten at a Subway? <laughs> Every day. After a series of shitty marshals, uh, they got George Campbell. He caused a riot and shot into the houses of the mayor and aldermen. Good job. Because the position didn't come with pay. Because basically you just get rob people. <laughs> basically, uh, any of the fees you'd collect, you get a percentage of it. Ooh, finder's fee. Um, I'm gonna find some money when I shoot this guy. <laughs> then, of course, the city council has to call the rangers in to help clean up the town because they're the voice of reason <laughs> at all times. But they wouldn't arrest him because yeah, they're friends with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So this is El Paso. Jesus, this is like fucking Bean Town, dude. <laughs> Uh, city fathers went looking for a man to tame the wild town of El Paso. And, and the, the damn, Texas and the damn rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it sounds like men are doing a fucking excellent job yeah. so far. <laughs> what, you, what we need is a grizzly bar. <laughs> uh, are we going to mention the uh, Marty Robbins song over and over, too? Well, we'll just, like, every once in a while. Every time you see El Paso, you should just be like, play a tiny bit of it. Is that the asshole from El Paso? No, guy? it's a... Uh, out in the West Texas town of El Paso, oh, that yeah, yeah. uh, like the uh, final episode of uh, Breaking Bad is called Felina. 
Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina, music would play and Ferdinand would whirl. Because oh, it's yeah. what iron salt or iron salt and wherever the Asshole. L.A. is like lithium or something. What's a uh, uh, elemental? Oh, Lanaru or what? Um, fa, <laughs> fa li. Oh, so L.I. L.I. is lithium, right? Lithium, yeah. And then N.A. is sodium, right? Yep. And so Felina is the name of the girl in the song, but Felina is oh, also uh, the chemical compounds for. for I thought it said like either blood or. Not meth. I don't know. It has something to do with chemical compounds, but they, uh, when Walter goes to jack the car to drive back to kill everybody with the M60, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, fuck you. You know what's funny? That's the only episode of that show I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I know exactly but what when, you're talking when about. when he fires up the car yeah, after he the, finds the keys, yeah. that's the song that's playing is Marty Robbins' yeah, oh, that's right. okay, like, yeah. uh, El Paso, which is just a banger. Yeah. There's also a good cover it by uh, by the old 97s. Yes. Uh, from um, from Austin, Texas. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina. Wicked and evil while casting her spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in. Wild as the West Texas wind. He also had a follow-up because it was a hit, so he... El Paso City yeah. by the Rio Grande, flying over the town or something. Yes, because he he's he's flying over it, thinking about all the shit that happened in his completely made up song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Anyway, uh, they also got the railroad into town, which brings all sorts of scum and villainy there. Yeah, like Irish. Mm-hmm. Boo. Uh, April 11th, 1881, Dallas Stoudemire was hired for the salary of $100 a month. So now they're Ooh. actually paying their their kind of marshals. Yep. Yeah. Well, what are his qualifications? Uh, he was an asshole yeah. from El Paso. He was also like six foot fucking two or four or something. Mm-hmm. So big, big feller. A brawling bear of a man. Oh, yeah. uh, apparently kind of more tall and slender. There's pictures of him out there. He's just tall. He's apparently was six foot when he was like what fifteen. Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's why he, we all went ahead and tried to enlist in the Confederate Army at fifteen, a couple of times, and then yeah, <laughs> damn. But uh, El Paso was booming uh, prior to eighteen eighty. It only had five hundred people. By the end of eighteen eighty one, it had sixteen hundred Americans. Yeah, so he just looks like stretched out Doc Holiday more pretty or less. much. Yeah, six hundred Mexicans. 300 Chinese and 100 uh, black peoples. All right. Uh, along with this boom came uh, prostitution. Imagine that. Which uh, the Lone Star paper fought hard against because he was worried. Uh, but uh, actually the merchants or the, the pimps came back and said, you know, quit quit railing against us or we'll get all your ads pulled. Yeah. So the the paper was finally folded. Well, and also, like, you know, the, mer- the merchants in town, you know, uh, prostitutes and pimps spend money too. And mm-hmm. actually a lot of times prostitutes and pimps have more money than, say, fucking laundry workers or, you know, dirt farmers or, or, dirt farmers yeah. or So they got the uh, paper shut down and the, the last uh, day the paper printed, every gambler, pimp, and whore will celebrate our closing. All right. Yep. <laughs> Going out of business sale. Gamblers, pimps, and whores, come on down. <laughs> Free hot dogs for the kids. 
the citizens also objected to the practice of scarlet ladies riding through the streets at all hours of the day. How dare they? Mm-hmm. Uh, the noise got so bad they confined it to a certain area of the city. The no- wide noise. You can only make noise in this city. Well, I'm just picturing. I'm picturing the sex workers riding through. Like, okay, I could have a problem too if they're like riding through the city, like howling like coyotes day in and day out, or something strange like that. But just fucking on horseback, yeah, like well, down the street. <laughs> hey, that's innovate. I mean, that's like fucking DoorDash, yeah, right. like eighteen. You know. So they start finding the the ladies. It was reality dues to fund the city. It was ten dollars a month. Uh, some ladies asked the so fee to Netflix be, subscription mm-hmm. kind of. Some ladies asked the fee to be reduced to five dollars. The city council told the ladies to take it up with the marshal, and then that kind of stopped their complaints yeah, after that. Because they, nobody wants to talk with gunfighter Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, from then on, the bordellos kind of you know improved their ornateness. Mm. Uh, some of the sex workers called themselves actresses. Well, and theaters was, popped up. That was common, you know. Mm-hmm. Once again, reference Deadwood. The That's gem, so fucking funny. The gem man. theater. I, I, I still. It's just. It's funny that it's like sex is gross. You can't be selling it out here. <laughs> okay, how about we're actors yeah, and yeah. we work in a theater? Yeah. Why don't you? Oh yeah, I'll be there Friday night. Yeah. Like, uh, can I get a box seat? Can I, yeah. you know, just you know, slide me in there? <laughs> Are you still fucking people in there? Yes. Awesome. That's so, fine. What time does the show start? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's fine. As long as you call it a theater. Uh, of course, like you said, the gym was one of the theaters in town. Uh, one night, cowboys came in while the girls danced and showered one the dance floor with money. One night, wild young cowboys came in, wild <laughs> as the West Texas weed. Way to hit that note. Bam. Yeah. Nailed it. Now I'm going to pass out. <laughs> you know he's a singer in a band, right? <laughs> not like that, I'm not. <laughs> uh, the next night, they came in, and when the ladies kicked out their legs while they danced, they were lassoed and hauled across the stage. Oh, shit. That's an occupational hazard. Mm-hmm. Death and murder were common. No. Uh, for some reason. <laughs> One murder that uh, Dallas didn't have anything to do with, but would kind of set up the course of all these events, was February 18th, 1881. The events ga- began on January 28th. A peddler was peddler. Guy yeah. who was peddling stuff, yeah. not... Just a bike rider. Bars of soap with a dollar inside. Yeah. Uh, so he was a, soap with a prize inside. No. He was actually from Mexico. He was flashing some large bills. And oh, a, how and dare a, he? Yep. Uh, one Americano picked his pocket and uh, went to get a drink with his co-conspirators there. So a cup of coffee stole his fucking <laughs> cash. <laughs> so they're getting drinks. And then the peddler comes back in and he still has more cash. So the Americanos took him for another walk and picked his pocket again. God damn it. Is he like a magician where there's endless string of fucking yeah. like like handkerchiefs coming mm-hmm. out of his satchel? So actually they do this one more time. The the peddler was pretty drunk at the time. Oh. Um, uh, this time the uh, thieves took him out to the desert and stripped him. Jesus. Went through all his pockets. Uh, Even his had, prison wallet. They had taken $800 from him. Jeez, Damn. that's a lot of fucking money back in the mm-hmm. day. You're fucking dumbass fuck walking guy, around $800. What the fuck is this guy peddling coke? I guess so. Fuck. Uh, so now he's naked and he walks back into town. He's kind of sobered up. At oh, shit. Point. Oh, homo. Yeah. <laughs> and such <laughs> and a, le- a, le- a legend was born. Yeah, right. That was one of our episodes. You just don't say that. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. That was just uh, out yeah, of yeah. context. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like exclamation <laughs> Like yeah. slur, no, 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 it was like an actual character from 
what was that, a Halloween episode or something? Uh, it, yeah. was, it was a vignette one, I know that. It but must- it's basically a famous naked man that shows up in Wild West towns and freaks Tombstone. everybody out because of the nakedness. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. walks well, in. It wasn't just Tombstone. He had been kicked out of yeah. several. Before oh, yeah. Then. So he goes to the police. Uh, actually, this is in Mexico because the Mexican police rounded up all the Americanos in town. Yeah, see, works both ways. Mm-hmm. That was Frank Thompson, Frank O'Neill, J.C. Kane, Les Davis, Patrick Ryan, Frank Allen, Hugh Cox. Frank Franks. How many fucking Franks are there in there? Uh, do you frankly, like a lot of Franks. God damn. My favorite well, is much, Hugh how, Cox. How many How many Franks come in a package? Uh, like two, oh, two right. less than the amount of buns. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So it's like, like eight yeah. and six or whatever. So most of them were guilty, but some weren't. Also, what's Hugh Cox's middle name? Is it George? Hugh, Hugh G. G. Cox? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, most of these guys had friends in El Paso. Uh, most of them, of the prominent guys, were the Manning brothers. Oh, yes, the Mannings. Uh, James Frank and John. Uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. And also uh, Doc Manning. Yes. Friends with him. Oh, there's a lot of Docs in this, too. There's mm-hmm. Doc Manning and Doc uh, something else. So El Paso is pissed off that the Mexican authorities... Uh, actually exercise their right to mm-hmm. enforce their laws on their own territory. Uh, Mexico agreed to have quick trials so the innocent ones could go, though. Ooh. But by February 18th, the court cases still had not appeared on the docket. Damn it. And whispers that a jailbreak would happen soon. Tonight, there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. <laughs> uh, guns were smuggled in by senoritas. Uh, the only entrance was guarded by a squad of soldiers. Literally picturing like six shooters wrapped up in tamale type mm-hmm. things. Just, you know, like. <laughs> would, you, would you like to buy a tamale? Well, it's like the tradition. No, I'm good. Thanks. Ba- baking a file into totally. a loaf of bread in, in, in the United States. You know, you gotta. I just like, I like the idea that they have to sell them to the people so it doesn't <laughs> look suspicious. Right. So it's like, would you like to buy a tamale? No, I'm fine. Look, I just need to get out of this fucking situation. Would you I like think you'd to like buy a <laughs> fucking tamale? They're very delicious, sir. You will find they have a nice bite to them. <laughs> very high in iron. <laughs> <laughs> Thompson made the first move. He kicked open the gate and started shooting. Down went the captain and one soldier. One was clo- uh, clubbed unconscious. Uh, the others were too frightened to leave, though. Pat Ryan ran out, but then waited in the bar to surrender. In the in the bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like of the, shot of of the, the prison. Well, you got run across the street. Oh, I, guess. I see. The prison bar. <laughs> well, I thought this was is is it a different one where they like waited to jump people while they went out for lunch? Like, like there's one where there's a jailbreak where they're like, oh, all the guards except for one of them will go to lunch soon, and that's when we make our move. And then uh, one of the guys, like, pinned the guard up against the wall and told everybody else to run. Could have been. I don't know. I don't know. I read a different, well, you read, like, a book. I read, like, the internet. <laughs> the whole internet. With varying accounts. <laughs> uh, the Lafayette kid came charging out, but then just laid in the ditch and waited to surrender. Only Frank O'Neill, J.C. Kane joined Thompson in escaping. Did you already say Frank O'Neill? We did before. Okay, cool. We're trying to keep track of all the Franks. I'm keeping track of the Franks and Docs. I got four Franks so far. (laughs) There's only two Docs, but. Oh, okay. I thought you said there was more than that. Well, Uh, how many Docs do you need for there to be a lot of Docs? That's true. Um, If if Holiday would have showed up, I guess we'd have three, but I I think he was already dead. Okay. I'll just keep Uh, track of the Franks. And Doc Ellis. Yeah, pitched a no hitter while on acid. Right, so. Doc Watson, the blind uh, bluegrass musician. Mm, of course, yeah. Uh, Doc Doc Strange, Doctor Octopus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, One point twenty one gigawatts. Uh, oh, Doc uh, Brown. Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, Martin. <laughs> uh, Vaquero was eating in a restaurant and saw three men escaping and took off after him. All right. They were crossing the irrigation ditch when there the uh, Vaquero shot that at them as they swam. Is that the guy's name, Vaquero? No, Vaquero's a Mexican cowboy. Oh, first I've heard of this. Vaca's cow. Oh, right. Why, That's why, why vaccination why is called with... vaccination. Right, because it's cowpox. Huh. But yeah, and Quero is somebody who works with cows. Oh, cool. So he shoots the three guys. Uh, later, the bodies were recovered and were tied to burrows' tails and led through town. Oh, cool. Classy. Uh, vengeance was vowed by the El Paso winds there, uh, including the Mannings. The El Paso people tried to get the bodies back, but the Mexican authorities wanted $75 apiece, which was too rich for their blood. So the bodies were rolled into a ditch and buried. <laughs> if I can't sell them, yeah, I'm just going to bury them. Fucking bury them. <laughs> uh, three months later, Ryan Davis and Alan all broke out of jail and made it to the American side. Uh, Huge Cox was too ill, though. Uh, but later in the year, he was released due to his illness. I always love that shit. It's like, oh, you're so sick. I don't care if you murdered 40 people. We'll let you out. That's how the uh, dude in uh, I Love You, Philip Morris, pulled it off. Right. Several yeah, times. Yeah, drink, drinking bleach and uh-huh. whatever. Whatever else. So this is the situation that Dallas is uh, stepping into when he becomes sheriff. Right. But he was born December 11th, 1845 in Aberfoyle, Macon County, Alabama. <laughs> Aberfoyle? Yeah. Aberfoyle. It's like they almost named the town and just gave up halfway yeah, it through. It was like Abercrombie. It's already been done. Aberdeen. Nope. Aber, Aberfoyle. <laughs> Sounds fine. <laughs> It's like the shittiest sword on the planet. <laughs> I want to do ABBA versions of grunge songs Ooh. called Aberdeen. Ooh, Aberdeen. Ooh. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad died in when he was five. So his mom remarried Louis Golson, who died six years later. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad's going to happen to this kid. He's nope. going to be fucking very well Just adjusted. fine. Uh, his mom had to take care of three younger ones and... Including Dallas, but the five other children were old enough to skedaddle and get out of town. Yeah, they were like 11. Mm-hmm. And in 1862, Dallas left home and enlisted as private in the Confederate Army. That's when he's like 15, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And he was already six foot tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he soon was found out and was kicked out. A month later, he enlisted again and wasn't found out until seven months later. Ooh. Five months later, he re-enlisted in March 1864, and this time it stuck. So I guess he was probably old enough by then, <laughs> but he actually served until the end of the war. Later in El Paso, Dallas would claim he was wounded four times during the war. This was backed up by somebody noticing him bathing once one time. Oh, somebody's peeping on him while he's washing himself and sees mm-hmm. all the blood holes. Yep. So it wasn't often where he actually bathed. So well, that's yeah, why it's hard to back this white up. Guy in the white guy in the eighteen hundreds, afraid of water. Was it Charlie Utter? Yeah. <laughs> so after the war, he goes to Texas. He might have been in a Confederate colony in Mexico for a few years. Oh, like confeder- confederados that mm-hmm. like tried to take over what what Brazil or some shit. Yeah. Where they still where they still have like oh yeah they still have a where town. Is that at? Yeah, yeah. Why is Brazil. it the fucking weird racist people always that try to go to South America? Well, because they were trying to make a bigger South. Well, They're, yeah, but- especially after they got defeated, they wanted to. Yeah, oh, we'll make our conf- the Confederacy down here. No, they, that's what they wanted. I'm just saying. To, and then World War II happens, and you got a bunch of Nazis fly to fucking Argentina, uh, Argentina, like uh, make their own Argent- little weird fucking Nazi town uh, down that there. That was more probably what our like extradition laws or some shit like that. Or probably. I don't know. 
But, well, Brazil had slavery. Right. Well, that's after, the thing is they wanted the to have slave states. Ah, like, got it, got you know, it. and, ooh, we can yeah. have, well, not just cotton. We'll raise sugar cane and nanners and all that stuff. I did fucking hate the word nanners so much. <laughs> it's like tendies or oh, cr- fucking vittles or whatever. There's about to be a fucking fist fight in this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Dallas gets in with the Rangers in 1874. Oh, super. Becomes uh, a murder hobo. This is where he learns. Oh, yeah. I forgot I was going to bring this to you. Oh, sweet. Fuck yeah. Did you hear about this? No, oh, I, forgot to, I forgot to tell Stealing them. your VHSs? We, yeah, we will, yeah, we will break in for just one second. So in, in the bar, I have built a, uh, a movie shelf where pe- people library. can... Uh, it's a lending library. People can uh, take movies home and... Bring them back if you feel so inclined. If you forget, that's fine. I got a whole box of videos to replenish it with. Um, apparently, a guy came in the bar. Slapped that down on the bar like he was leaving a tip. Yeah, I'll, I'll scan this and put it on Instagram, but it's like he slapped it on the bar like he was leaving a tip. He grabbed, what, like two movies? and He, he grabbed the Sandlot, and I forget what else. Well, he was talking to me about a, 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 talking to me about the whole thing at the time. Yeah. And he was just kind of like, yeah, that's great. That's cool. Like, But, yeah, he was... Definitely a Jesus seller. Yeah, so he he goes and grabs a couple movies and he fucking leaves. And uh, he had slapped this on the on the bar. It's got Abraham Lincoln. It looks like a, a fucking dollar bill. A five dollar bill. Five dollar bill. At first glance. At first glance, but it says it's worth a trillion dollars. Yes. And then on the back it says, "In God we trust." And then it says, "The trillion dollar question: Will you go to heaven when you die?" And then it goes on with Bible verses and shit. Yeah. So it's one of those like you know, up oh, gotcha, well, trying well, to catch money. Well, now well, what does it what does it say about? Uh, you know, talking to people under false pretenses. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I hope, oh, man, I hope we grab the one, like, the Kirk Cameron one that you put the porno in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> like the, so the, bo- the, bo- uh, the booby trapped one. Left Behind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was Left Behind. I, I uh, swapped the actual video for, uh, uh, what, what was it called? Something. Fu- oh, Filthy, Some- Filthy Fuckers number 226. That's what it was. <laughs> Oh, but I didn't see the first 225 of them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you got a lot of catch-up to do, my man. And they're like six-hour-long videos, too, so it's going to take the rest of your life. Anyway, mm. so I thought that was cool. I, I, that was actually, I thought, cooler than him leaving a fucking $10 bill or whatever Ooh. for two movies. There's a there's a website that, oh, so, that seems like something you Oh, and films. Hold on. Fully real films. Fully, fully free, I thought. Fully Oh, fullyfreefilms.com. And then in quote in like uh, parentheses it says seen by millions. Yeah, that's going to be full of clusterfuckery, I'm sure. Wow, I'm excited to look at that. I'll be getting those uh, ad tailored ads for um, uh, Pure Flix again. Right. See, time. this guy, this guy doesn't know, but he actually did us a favor. Yeah. Fucking a man. I think if I, as long as I keep this on me at all times, when I die, I will go to heaven. Right. That, I, I mean, that's, that's what something like that makes yeah. sense. I think that's how Christianity works. <laughs> okay, back to the task at hand. <laughs> This is what I was uh, cracking up before. Uh, September 14th, 1876, he sits on a jury that heard charges brought against an outhouse. What? <laughs> for being a nauseating annoyance. I missed that. I missed that one. Up. What? <laughs> Wait, they sued an outhouse for being a nauseating... Being shitty. For being sh- yeah. shitty. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, sir? Like door blowing in the wind. Yeah, foghorn. Uh, the privy was represented by a lawyer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Wow. Oh my god. That lawyer is. I mean, hit your hit your wagon into that star. He's going places. <laughs> you know, fucking. Was he? <laughs> was he the, the outhouse got a fucking like public defender. Fucking Johnny Cochran. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> so the uh, if the jury... shit don't fit, you must quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, the jury returned with a verdict. Uh, we, the jury, find the privy a uh, public nuisance and order the proper authorities to have it cleaned. <laughs> what proper authorities? Well, I thought they were going to, like, the penalty is death. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> they, like, they hang, dyna- a, dynamite. <laughs> hang it from a water, uh, water gallery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking have a firing squad shoot it. Like, He's not going down. Oh, it's leaking everywhere. Run. <laughs> get, get the fucking, what is it, uh, arc of safety? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, anyway, Dallas had a reputation for loving the sport in life, mm. drinking and fighting and hurrahing with the boys. It says. Don't imagine that. Uh, besides women, some of his other loves were horse races. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that almost wow, there was a very pregnant pause in that. <laughs> <laughs> and dog other loves was horse. That's it. <laughs> he also loved the dog fights, too. Oh, good. He also is a repeat- so animal lover, eh? Well, he is also reputed to have a trained horse to attack on command. Fuck yeah. Biting people on the leg. Bringing back that old tradition. Well, I mean, the old school medieval war horses were kind of trained to, like, fuck people up. Like, I think they're called a destrier, which is more like a class of horse than, like, fucking um, breed of horse. Okay. But it'd be, like, kind of like a draft horse, but maybe a little less bulky, so you still haul ass, but you can haul a guy in armor. And yeah, they were trained to like fucking rear up and smush people and kick motherfuckers and bite. They file their file their teeth down so they can. I don't know. Get if they nice... did have you ever been bit by a horse? Fuck you don't. No. You don't fucking need to file their teeth down. Was the horse bites you? Stay pretty bit. Yeah. Oh, I. You, I mean, they don't really leave puncture wounds, but you know, it's well, like. I a, imagine their fucking jaws are pretty. Yeah, pretty it's buff. like a trap clamping down on you. Yeah. I mean, they fuck each other up constantly. Like, watch. Uh, YouTube a fucking stallion fight, and you want to see some horrific mm-hmm. combat. Ah, I just got Billy, David Lee Roth again. Oh, God. <laughs> you almost like said Billy Dee Williams, didn't I you? I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, one tale about Dallas involved an unidentified man, so it's probably made up, but both have been nursing a grudge for unknown reasons. They met and dismounted and circled each other. Like, Eat. like a dogfight or a cockfight? Mm-hmm. Oh, Each God. firing at each other from long range and missing until Dallas got close enough and shot the opponent down and watched him die. Definitely need to play the Captain Kirk versus, like, Gorn music. Oh, like, I, was, I, was thinking, uh, I was thinking beat it, but either oh, way, yeah, either way would be good. Or, you know, a jet is a jet from his first... Nah, nah, I won't. When you're a jet, you're a top cat in town. You're a gold medal kid with a heavyweight crown. When you're a jet, you're the swing and a sling. Little boy, you're a man. Little man, you're a king. You better run, you better do what you can. Uh, another time, Dallas went to a party with about 50 Germans, probably drinking shiners. Schnapps. <laughs> uh, an argument turned into a brawl. Uh, Dallas shot and wounded a few people. <laughs> Shampoo is better. Just no, f- conditioner is better. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Dallas was wounded and was tied up and put under guard. Uh, but as the hours passed, the guard fell asleep or passed out. Yes. So Dallas just unties himself, gets a shotgun, and ties up the guard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 
prison or not prison, but like yeah, just detention systems are so fucking awesome in these days. Yep. Roy, I guess Roy Bean tying you to a pole next to a bear. Yeah, right. Between a bear and a fucking <laughs> rotten corpse full of yeah, and like flesh eating ants. And a fucking cannon on the porch. Mm-hmm. I guess a grand jury was convened and but it passed down no indictments for anybody, so basically it's if you're drunk you can shoot at each other. Yeah. Sir, in my defense, I was hammer drunk. <laughs> okay, you can free go. Yeah. Dallas and a friend named Tuck Hoover had a falling out with the Sparks Boys, who ran a ranch near Eagle Lake, Texas. Full Selling s- caffeinated Dude, I miss, I miss Sparks. I used to drink that shit like it was going out of style, because it was, and it did. <laughs> Love that shit. Because it caused cancer and t- testicles. Lab animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fucking lab animal, bro. I'm not- fine. Not totally. <laughs> uh, both sides claimed ownership of beeves. Yeah. Cows, not <clears throat> beavers. Uh, showdown developed. Uh, dead were Benton Duke and his son Little Duke. Kind of like Little and Bigginess. No. Uh, they were on the Sparks side of things, along with one of the Sparks brothers who were injured but recovered. But two of Dallas's best friends were Buck and Tuck Hoover. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, Tuck was shot and killed in 1894. Uh, Tuck had killed a saloon owner and walked out of jail on bond. Then he was gunned down by one of his friends, the the saloon owner's friends. friends. Oh, as soon as he walked out. Hey, what's up, Damn it, Buck, I can't can't hang with you anymore, man. You've you've gone off the map. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. So Dallas kind of disappears from history until he reappears as El Paso uh, Sheriff or Marshal. Like fucking Batman, just... Crouched on top of the fucking church steeple, like, <laughs> duster flowing in the wind. Crouched on a fucking, uh, what's the, is it out in Arizona? Those big fucking... Adobe it's walls? It's in every fucking, like, Oh, the, oh no, that's, um, uh, shit, uh, Monument Valley. Yeah. Monument Valley, yeah. That's New Mexico? Uh, Monument Valley. I thought it was Arizona. Maybe, is it Arizona? Somewhere out there. I don't know. But, yeah, it's perched on one of those, like, yeah. 900 feet in the air. I don't know why that would help him, because El Paso's a... I think away, Metallica away from there. <laughs> I can see El Paso from here. <laughs> yeah. I can smell the crime coming out of El Paso. Didn't Metallica fly everybody up in a helicopter and film a crappy video up there? Or Probably. Something? Yeah. Or is a slash on there on fucking November rain when he does his sweet ass? Oh, solo? maybe. I remember. We'll have to look that up while we're watching David Lee Roth videos. Fuck yeah. off! Well, I'll be watching myself tear my eyeballs out of my own head. <laughs> They should have got my friend who actually did the Metallica 1 video. Oh. oh. Wait, what? Your friend did the video? Yeah, he was a, well, he's basically an editor, but he spliced the whole thing. Whoa. Lives in Port Orchard. Energy. Power. Hydration. Pungency. Bronson Swagger. Wallow is extreme hydration fortified with our proprietary energy blend of caffeine, nicotine, salt, and the highest fructose corn syrup legally allowed by the United States of America. Together with our exciting new liquid smoke technology and real pieces of jerky, Wallow is available in a variety of great flavors like bison, buffalo, beefalo, and New England blue crab. Wallow the stampede you swallow. A Bronson Swagger Company. Get your 31 pack of Wallow from Sequoia and Swagger today and unleash the stampede. 
So there's kind of the version that he becomes marshal is that the mayor, uh, Joseph McGuffin, <laughs> it's just a fucking suitcase with legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the fucking Maltese Falcon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically, they hear him hear that he's a badass, so they want him as as marshal there. Hey man, we hear you're a badass. You want a job? Fucking, I know. I know kung fu. Fucking Randall Tex Cobb from fucking <laughs> Raising Arizona. Yes. <laughs> who was not in Dragnet? Which I thought he was in Dragnet, but it's the other guy who was. Zods. Which is what got us under the homeless guy from oh, UHF. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Miss Borden, sewage breath would be your little nickname for... Maz. M.O. Maz. Uh, so his first act as marshal was to get the keys uh, for the jail from the past marshal. Oh, yeah. Your first job is to fucking lift well, the keys. Well, because the past marshal is drunkard and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, man, I need the keys for the jail, and then you can go. He's like... Oh, you gotta give me some time. I gotta sort them out from all my keys, and you know, come back tomorrow. <laughs> like his keys for what? His I don't know. Pickup That's truck? my thing. Is like, how many fucking keys can you possibly <laughs> right. have in like eighteen? What? What is this? Eighteen? Eighteen eighty one? Yeah, you're fucking. I guarantee your fucking house doesn't lock. Fuck yeah! You I don't. Mean, you don't got a pickup truck. Your horse doesn't. Fuck is not it, key. Started. It's like the two pairs of handcuffs in town and the jail cells yeah. and probably the jail. Yeah. If, and maybe there's a weapons room or something, which all which is also in the jail cell anyway. Handed so. over to the new guy. Okay, yeah, as, as we've known, all the shotguns and shit are already <laughs> in the jail cells, conveniently located. So basically, he just rips the keys out of his hands. So uh, Johnson goes home, but enemies of Dallas kind of egg him on and plied Johnson with whiskey. Told him to you know get get revenge for this. Took him a week to sober up. Then Damn, he tried to assassinate Dallas hammered. himself and was shot dead in the city street. Yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> you know, if somebody's been fighting desperately in the Civil War since they were 15, they might have some acumen with weapons. So if somebody's been fighting in the, <laughs> fighting the Civil War since they were 15, also lost and they, said and war. And, and they've, they've got, been a, then been a Texas Ranger for a minute. Yeah. They know how to use the weapons. Also, probably kind of a fucking hothead. Oh, you know, just to touch. Some shit to prove, you know. Also, you know, like, really enjoys, like, blood sports and, uh, yeah. and drinking. Yeah. Dog fights. That's what I mean by blood sports. Yep. Like not, not the movie. Yeah, yeah, the totally true movie. Blood yep. sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, Frank Dukes. I'm, yeah. So the area around El Paso is kind of a haven for rustling because uh, it's kind of the corner of New Mexico, Old Mexico, Probably and a Texas, gated so. community up in the hills surrounding El Paso now called like Rustler's Haven. Mm. Where <laughs> Cowboys go to die. Yeah. So no, basically the law wouldn't cross the borders. <laughs> And the Manning brothers were in charge of most of it. Uh, the Rangers would raid them from time to time, but they never caught them because they were probably tipped off that they were coming. Probably uh, by the Rangers. Yep. Uh, some of the gunmen working for the Mannings were Frank Stevenson, Chris Pevler, T.L. Weldon, George Campbell. Those are names. Was there another Frank in there? Uh, T.L. could be short for Frank. There we go. We'll, we'll, I'll allow it. Uh, April 12th, 1881, the day after Dallas was made marshal, uh, the mayor, or uh, El Jefe, of Paso del Norte. Is that the... Uh, Guitars for no effect? Paso del Norte would oh. be like uh, Paso of the North. El Paso is just the Paso, but I'm assuming Paso del Norte is on the Mexican side. I'm guessing, too, since this guy's name's Don Ochoa. Yeah. Uh, he approached Ranger Captain Baylor and complained that 35 of his beeves were stolen. Oh, yeah. And the trail led to Hale's Ranch, 
when he had sent two uh, vaqueros out to find it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was the Apache kid. Yep. Uh, Baylor knew that raiding the Hale Ranch was an exercise in futility. He much rather chase Indians. Uh, oh, yes. So he had a private, Ed Fitch, go to the Hale Ranch. Uh, along with him went eight Mexicans to identify the stolen cattle. There you go. As an afternoon, uh, afterthought. <laughs> as an astronaut. astronaut. As an astronaut. <laughs> Two other Mexicans went with, uh, Wareke and Sanchez. One of those guys killed uh, the guys in the ditch back in Mexico there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the bodies they tried to sell back to... Yes. Mm-hmm. The vaquero that, like, was hanging out and was like, oh, shit, jailbreak, and just mm-hmm. fucking went and sovereign citizen to everybody. Yep, shot them all with one bullet. Yeah. So an argument breaks up between the ranger and the alleged rustlers. Uh, three of the cattle were found, and Hale swore that he had purchased them. Then the ranger and the posse go back, but Warike and Sanchez hung back to find the rest of the cattle. Yeah. So ex-rangers, these are also ex-rangers too, the gunmen that are working for the rustlers. Cress Pevler and Frank Stevenson trailed them and ambushed them and killed Sanchez and Warike. Uh, T.L. Weldon and Hale witnessed it and would swear that the Mexican duo shot first. On the 14th, uh, after the two didn't come back, 75 Mexicans come back looking for him, all armed. Yeah, so, oh, we lost two guys. This doesn't seem to be going well. Let's uh, send a pretty much a small army. Yeah. So they take along Gus Kremkow. <laughs> he was an honest former ranger and an El Paso alderman named Warren Phillips who later testified that the two uh, Mexicans that got shot looked like they were eating lunch while they were shot. Oh. Mm, because they had their lunchable debris spread about. <laughs> Triscuits everywhere. Where? Little yellow plastic packaging. <laughs> so the ranger private Fitch rode out back to the Hale Ranch and arrested Pevler and Stevenson. But then he just lets them go under bond until the hearing was ordered. Yeah, because that always works. Mm-hmm. Don't you go anywhere. Uh, Hale and Weldon showed up to say that the friends weren't the ones who attacked first. Also in attendance were his ex-marshal George Campbell, who supported the Hale side. Uh, each side stood on, in the street. Uh, no trouble yet, but uh, they were just kind of muttering threats at each other. <laughs> hey, I didn't get a harumph out of you. Harumph! <laughs> so eventually the Mexicans uh, take the bodies back across the river. George Campbell, now fortified with drink... Mm. was yelling that the Mexicans should be arrested for riding El Paso armed. <laughs> uh, Gross Crumpkow was in the street. Ah, that's a bad name. Yeah. Campbell became more belligerent, and he said, any American that is a friend to Mexicans ought to be hanged. Oh, yeah. So now we're here we go. With yeah, the, here, we finally found the actual here, fucking here, problem. Here's the 1800s. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the cows. It's the <laughs> fucking racism. It's who, it's who owned the cows. Yeah. And Kremkow faced Campbell and said, I uh, hope you don't mean me. Then he says, if the shoe fits, wear it. Oh, fuck, man. Well, if the lead fits, eat it, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuckhead. Uh, John Hill was sitting near the window of the bar, also drunk, and shoved a forty-five into the hands of Campbell. And then he turns around and shoots Kremkow through like, the heart. Here, it's like a handoff, you know, like when you snap the football. Oh, sure, sure. Like, you know, <gasps> and then running back, like, shoots the fucking... <laughs> Defense. Fucking so, last Boy Scout style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kramkow sh- was shot through the heart. Uh, across the street, Dallas was having lunch. Uh, he came out pulling his guns. 
Uh, he fired at Hale but missed and hit an innocent Mexican bystander named Lopez. Damn it. Sorry, man. Sorry, <laughs> man. Wrong team. Uh, he died the next morning. Uh, the second shot didn't miss, and it hit Hale in the head, exploding his brain. No, it's he, he lingered for a few more days. And mm-hmm. Yeah. He lingered for a month and a half and wrote a journal. <laughs> I smell blue. <laughs> uh, George Campbell pulled his pistol, but he was kind of now uh, fearful and swung it back and forth and said, Gentlemen, this isn't my fight. Well, then why did you draw your pistol, fuckhole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gross Kemp Cow is still alive, clinging to life. He started squeezing shots off at Campbell. Uh, George's first shot hit Campbell in the head. Then he switched hands with his pistol, or in, not in the head, yeah. in the hand. Okay. So he switches hands with his pistol. Another shot hit him in the foot, but his other shots missed. Dallas turns his attention to Campbell and shot him in the stomach. Well, it wasn't it because when he got shot in the, or wait, who got hit in the foot? Campbell or? Campbell. Campbell, okay. Yeah. Well, he had the hand of the foot. Well, what I read is also like he got shot in the foot, so he like yelled. And so Dow was like, he was like, what the fuck was that? Pow! And just like turns around and like reflex oh, fucking whoops. shoots him. <laughs> whoops. And of course, Campbell topples over and said, You big some bitch, you murdered me. Uh, two men picked him up and carried him away, and he dies the next day, too. Uh, a guy named Pat Che, who was Campbell's friend, saw that he was dying and always admired his gun. <laughs> so he asked for it. Uh, then Dallas rams his two guns under Shay's nose, and then he backs off. But later he did get the pistol, though. So all right. <laughs> so so happy endings. Mm-hmm. Into- uh, Pevler and Stevenson were riding into town as the shooting started, but then they just turned right back around like, and nope, go back nope, to the Manning Ranch. Nope. <laughs> Fucking U-turn. <laughs> Can horses make a breaking screeching noise? Yeah. Like- right. <laughs> Uh, so later, uh, June 16th, Sarge Gillett, uh, he had intel that the Pevler and Stevenson and another guy named Smith were coming into El Paso. So they waited all day and night, uh, and then they heard some horses pull up when it got dark. Uh, Gillett or Gillette or Gillette or should I say Gillett or Gillette? I don't know. Probably there's Gillette. no E at the end. Oh, there's no, no E at the end? That's Gillett. Uh, he said, hands up, and the gunmen spurred their horses, and they took off. They fire uh, 32 rounds. This is Gellet and the other rangers. They hit a horse and captured a hat. All right. Then did they put the hat on trial like the outhouse? <laughs> Fucking inter- yeah. interrogate the hat. <laughs> You're going to talk, goddammit. <laughs> they get a psychic to come in and <laughs> fucking... It's a free <laughs> So the fugitives are sick of running. Uh, they heard that they'd be treating... Treated well in El Paso if they turned themselves in. So far, so good. I'm somebody sure they will. Somebody said that with their fingers crossed behind their back. <laughs> yep. So they do that, and they were released. But as soon as the uh, Mexican authorities figure that out, they lodge a complaint against them. I'm just imagining the sign coming into El Paso. It's like, welcome to lovely El Paso. No harm will come to you. <laughs> yeah, everything is fine. <laughs> so he goes, a uh, guy named Baylor goes after him. But uh, they saw him coming, so they just cross over to the Rio Grande and outsmart him. Go that like nanny nanny boo boo. And- Following day, Pevler walked into the Rangers camp and complained to Baylor that the Mexican guides with the Rangers had stolen his horses. Probably because they didn't want to work for these assholes anymore. <laughs> it was like severance pay, baby. Yep. Uh, Baylor rejected his claim and asked him about the threatening. Oh, the threatening note that he wrote him earlier because he was after him earlier. Uh, Gillett, Gillett and Baylor. 
drew guns on Pevler and told him to never return. <laughs> so this is the justice you get is just to, you know, go away. Yeah. Guns pointed at you. Yep. Sounds like a lovely place to live. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Actually, it makes Tombstone sound a lot more inviting. Yeah, no shit. Pevler and, and another private ranger that was with Baylor went to Deming, New Mexico. They tear up the town and drink and fuck people up. For amusement, they cracked an old man over the head with a pistol butt. <laughs> Charming. <laughs> the Deming's uh, sheriff came out and shot Pevler's friend and barely missed Pevler as he threw up his hands. Uh, back in El Paso, Pevler and Stevenson stole Judge McGuffin's carriage horses. Stevenson was later captured by Gillett and got 15 years in prison. And then kind of Pevler drops out of sight. But as for Dallas, the coroner's jury said Krimkow came to his death by a shot fired by John Hale. Okay. And Campbell and Hale came to their deaths by Dallas. Well, back then the coroner probably worked by consulting the ghosts or something. It was like, hey, who actually shot you? Like, Ooh, it wasn't shot in my head. <laughs> Go interrogate their hats. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this is all in duty, so he doesn't get charged with anything. <laughs> right, but duty. they conveniently overlooked the uh, innocent bystander, Mexican dude. <laughs> well, I, we know why, right? Yeah. Because oh, it doesn't we, count as a person we, in this fucking fucked up ass day and age. Why. Yeah. And I also, I just love how Soudenmeyer pretty much has the, uh, oh, what's Arnie's name in Last Action Hero? He kind of oh. ha- has that law enforcement yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like, uh, mentality. Uh, Jack Slater? Yeah, yeah. So the city of El Paso gave Dallas a gold-headed cane for his work. Yeah. Uh, John Hale proved too tall for death. He had to be stuffed into his coffin. I guess they only made Too tall, too tall for death. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Mannings vowed never to shave until the South won the Civil War. Oh, cool. So So just ZZ Topper. Yeah, exactly. So 20 (laughs) years after, they still haven't shaved. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Wow. James Manning ran for mayor in 1881, but finished last. Uh, they never forgave Dallas for killing John Hale and George Campbell. Even the Rangers thought the killing of Campbell was murder. Campbell screamed, you know, this was not my fight before he was shot. Right. And what, one more time, am I right, right in uh, remembering that Campbell was the, he was the old sheriff before uh, Dallas came in? Uh, am I getting that mixed up with somebody else? Probably mixed up with somebody else. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it was. No, no that guy, wasn't that. There's too many names wasn't in that this already. Crinkle Lauer or whatever the fuck. Oh, there's Taze. That was the oh, first Taze. Well, that's Taze right. was the okay. first one, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. But uh, actually, Campbell might have been the guy who uh, shot into the mayor's house because he wasn't getting paid. Enough. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. And then he became a soup magnet. <laughs> <laughs> but he was dumb enough to draw his gun and run through the street, which is good enough. Isn't that just what you everybody does at all hours of the day <laughs> while the sex workers ride up and down? Smelling like coyotes. Mm-hmm. I thought we've established this. Fucking on horseback. <laughs> uh, some of the rangers present during the shooting uh, later criticized Dallas for shooting Campbell, though they sat around and did nothing. Because they didn't want to get shot by Dallas, probably. <laughs> so the Manning brothers decide to assassinate Dallas. Oh, well, what's that gunfight called, by the way? Oh, is uh, that five dead in three seconds? Something or? like that, or five dead in four? Or three dead in five seconds? Or some, it's, it's a mathematical gunfight, but it's... Oh, cool. Everybody likes a mathematical gunfight. Yeah. So the scheme proved to be simple. Uh, drunk ex-Marshal Bill Johnson was still in town and still drunk. That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> drunk, he's a drunk ex-Marshal. His name is Bill. Basically, all he would do is drink and mutter hostile threats towards Dallas. Four, four dead in five seconds gunfight. Oh, there you go. That's up there with the battle where the sister saved her brother or some shit. Right. Like very two, two the, a T. W- yep. 
So Dallas's uh, enemies asked Johnson to become town constable so he could legally carry a shotgun around town. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. <laughs> this is my boomstick. It's a 12-gauge double-barreled Remington. S-Mart's top of the line. Shop smart. Shop S-Mart. Johnson still brooded over Dallas snatching the keys from him, so I guess he survived. I thought we said we sh- he got shot, but I guess Dallas shot him. He lived. I yeah, guess. you got right? a double tap, dude. And the Mannings egged him on and told him Dallas planned to kill him. And the Mannings always had Johnson's glass full of whiskey at their bar. So on Sunday, April 17th, Dallas received an anonymous message warning him to get out of town or he'd be dead by sundown. And Dallas's typical fashion, he shrugged the threat aside. As Sunt went down that day, Dallas went upon his rounds, drinking a few shots I of whiskey. Say drink a liter of whiskey? Yep. I don't want a large Dallas. I want a liter of whiskey. (laughs) Uh, Dallas and assistant Doc Cummings near the intersection of San Antonio and El Paso streets. Uh, They turned their attention to the Manning Saloon, but they didn't see Johnson sitting on a pile of bricks in front of the bank. Oh, this is my fucking favorite. With a shotgun on his lap and a bottle in his hand. Yep. Johnson fired at the two shapes, drawing near, but the liquor didn't help his aim, and the buckshot went high. Oh, and see, the one I read is like he was sitting... He was squatting behind a pillar of bricks like, you know, he's going to, like, murk people from concealment. But, you know, he's drunk, so he didn't have very good balance. And he fell backwards and accidentally shot both barrels off into the air. Oh. Which, of course, immediately makes, like, Stoudemire fucking start shooting at him, like, fucking yeah. all the bullets. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dallas and Doc uh, fire, and Johnson gets eight, eight bullets in the chest. Yeah. Well, he got eight shot eight times. But one of those times severed his testicles, yep. from which he <laughs> from which he then bled out. Oh no! It wasn't even the shots to the chest that killed him. It was well, bleeding out from I mean, your fucking nuts. I'm pretty sure he wasn't going to pull through no, any of it. But it's just. Man. Oh, but fuck. I just love the. All right, here they come. Here they come. This is your time. This. Oh shit! Boom! <laughs> it's like just gets lit the fuck up. Uh, trouble wasn't over though because. Shooting started coming from Manning Saloon. Their aim wasn't much better, though. Because everyone's drunk. Instead of taking cover, Dallas just charges across the street. Straight fucking Wyatt Earp at the fucking river thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which causes everybody to scatter. Because uh, you have a fucking six foot four monster <laughs> with firing pistols in both hands. Uh, Dallas did get a little wound in his heel, though. I have a blister. How, how the fuck do these guys just keep hitting each other in the feet? <laughs> Just all the time. Doc Cummings organized some vigilantes and searched the Manning Saloon, but no Mannings were found. Dallas then goes to the Rangers camp to rest, and later he uh, got about eight guys to go help him restore some law and order there. Yeah, I thought uh, it was... Restore. I thought it was, yeah, <laughs> restore. It's like uh, if you had a, like a project car you're working on that was all like rusty, and then you intentionally like set it on fire to restore it totally so dallas just wasn't a hired gun he also you know worked the city jail and kept the streets and you know kept the potholes off out of the streets watered the plants yep uh collected fines and sometimes taxes and policed the opium dens in the city Mm, which they were half a dozen by that time plus those are you know generally run by uh, you know chinese people so Mm -hmm. they probably didn't have a lot of protections going on for them. And, uh, of course, the big deal for sheriffs or marshals at the time, if you uh, 
The city law required that the dog owner pay $2 yearly tax for their dog. And to ha- if the- Wait, to have a dog? Because yep. they pooped. And they didn't have bags. And the dogs can do shit like in this day and age. Picture if dogs could chase away your car. Because that's kind of what they have rolling out. If you have like an unkempt, shitty mutt, like, and there's a bunch of horses tied up to a hitching post, and your dog decides oh, sure. to make them stampede, you know, dogs were kind so of it's more, more like if you're a, a farm dog is useful, a city dog was kind of a menace right. back in these okay. days. Makes it, I mean, if they're you, eating people's chickens, they're yeah. fucking well, in the case of that one last thing where they're eating fucking baby corpses mm. waiting oh, for him. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so if, if you're forced to pay, like, what did you say, monthly or... Yearly. Yearly. Yeah. If you're forced to, like, have to pay to have one, you're probably going to take better care of it and maybe train it or... No? No, no. you're drunk all the time. The dog's probably drunk all the time. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Oh, that's the other thing we have to mention about Texas, too, is the, the drunk goat mayor of uh, oh, yeah. town. Yeah, we talked about that a while ago. I had to post a picture of him on yep. Instagram. Clay Henry, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but if the animals were running loose, it was Dallas's job to shoot the dogs. Yeah. So that's the other cheery. Well, like I said, p- picture of a stray dog could make an entire block's worth of cars run away, because that's what a stray dog in El Paso could do. It's a menace. Well, this guy liked dog fights too, right? So this is like yeah. a fridge benefit of the of the job. Yeah. I get to shoot dogs. So no corruption was attached to Dallas's reputation, though. No, he was, nope. he was an honest murderer, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was kind of unusual at the time. Uh, the city took pride in its marshal, at least at first. Well, they also <laughs> actually uh, claimed that the crime rate did actually drop dramatically mm-hmm. after he murked a bunch of people. Because well, he was probably yeah. the first marshal to take his job seriously and wasn't totally shit-faced all the time. And was a good shot and terrifying and huge. Right. Well, and once you kill, you know, in a town of like 500, you kill 10% of the people in town that are <laughs> criminals. There's less criminals. Or not. Some of them were not. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Be- Mexican innocent bystander. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. The guy who, this is not my fight. Right. You know. So basically, he's kind of a stand-up guy at this point, anyway. Uh, he even uh, had badges for himself and his deputies, which was Ooh, big gold step star. up. He had a pocket gun for close-in fighting and 44 Colts that he cross-drawed. He had many deputies that kind of came and went. James Gillette was the former ranger, uh, is now his best deputy. Best deputy. Best deputy. He helped out marshals in New Mexico, too, so he's kind of getting around. December 16th, 1882, Dallas was once again a target for assassination. A uh, local, local rowdy by the name of Joe King hit at the corner of the boarding house where Dallas lived. Uh, the flash of the gun blinded Dallas, but he returned fire, and both men hit nothing. King was later found in Harshaw, Arizona, bragging about how he killed Dallas. Oh, no. You, you never do that. No. Suddenly, he's like, he's telling these guys, yeah, and then I shot that motherfucker. And that's when, like, you he's, get, you get the silhouette. Me. Yeah, you get the silhouette. Me, and the other cowpokes <laughs> move away. You know, yeah, like, right. that's uh, how that happens. Friction develops between Dallas and the uh, Texas Rangers there in town. Uh, the Rangers had a hard time getting good people to work for him. Some of them were outlaws themselves and hung out at the enemy's ranch, the Manning's Bar. Their ranch and their bar. Ranch and their bar, I guess. Two of them were Frank Scott and Ed Scotton. What? <laughs> Don't they have also like a <laughs> oh, shit. Ted Scottling and... Hold on, I gotta, I gotta put a tally on the Frank. That's six. Difficulties began with liquor. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> and... so is that like a, a Hallmark... You know, Hallmark card, like, difficulties begin with liquor. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. 
Maybe it's whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so while drinking, Frank Scott muttered some unflattering insults about Fram- Dallas. <laughs> Soon Dallas hears a wind of it. You're a terrible cook. <laughs> Went to the bar and confronted Scott. Sloppy dresser. Uh, Dallas said he would whip all the rangers, clean up the Mannings, and uh, be king of the world. King of the world? Cool. Did he fucking stutter? <laughs> I'm gonna whip, when he says whip all the rangers. He does not mean like with a whip. He yeah. means beat or kill. Like right. yeah, I'm gonna fuck these guys up. Be king of the world. Yeah, fuck. Well, fuck those guys up and all the Mannings. Yeah, and be king of the world. So he's gonna be standing on the front of the Titanic, fucking with his, fucking his girlfriend with her arms shooting out. six shooters in the air. And so while he's uh, in there uh, behind the walls, where the argument was taking place, there were shotguns pointed at him. Just in case things went too far, Dallas goes back to his office and wrote a strongly worded letter to General King of the Rangers. Dear Penthouse Forum, you'll <laughs> never believe this happened to me. These fucking assholes. <laughs> General uh, King of the Rangers. Some of the Rangers are upset that Dallas called them $30 some bitches that would not fight. <laughs> $30 is an odd sum to yeah. throw at somebody. Weird, mm-hmm. Weirdly specific sum of money. One of them was C.L. Hathaway. A red-headed youth that didn't scare anyone. Hey, you! Put your hands up! Fucking Opie. <laughs> Hathaway rode into El Paso and cr- confronted Dallas, who didn't know whether to smirk or spank him. <laughs> as long as you don't do both. I think, yeah. I think we're in firm legal territory, but if you do both... You're, you're Dallas, right? You're, you're a dead man. Hathaway said, I am a private in the Texas Rangers. <laughs> Look even, out, we got a badass it's over even here. Worse. Like, <laughs> I'm a private in the, in the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Soon I'll be a cabin man. But he also says, but I am not a some bitch. Dallas saw the humor in the situation and apologized. All right, son, calm down. <laughs> Saying that the Rangers are a body of men or gentlemen. But skunks can get into the service. Ooh, a few, few rotten apples. You know <laughs> that whole chestnut. What was the? I, there's like the you know the oops all crunch berries box. There's one that's like just got a somebody like Photoshop. It's got a fucking riot cop on the front, and it's just a bunch of rotten apples. It's like oops, <laughs> all bad apples. <laughs> uh, Hathaway was satisfied with this and rode back to Ranger Camp, and he was hailed as oh, a hero. I really showed him. The, the fellas are going to be really excited. <laughs> Golly gee. He truly respects me. Yeah. As a man. I'm sure I'll get my corporal soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank Beaumont was a former ranger. For uh, some reason, he was on Dallas's shit list. He met Nep de Genoute. <laughs> uh, from Jupiter? <laughs> <laughs> Who was a jolly drunk in one of Dallas's deputies. Ho, ho, ho. Awesome. I'm just picturing, like, uh... Kind of like, uh, what are their names from The Simpsons? Like the tentacle alien guys? That oh, like- yeah. Cr- cr- oh, it's cr- yeah. One of my brains trying to say Krang, but it's not Krang. It Kr- sounds like Krang. Yeah, it's Krang is one You're of Kang. them. Kang. Kang. Yeah. So it's like Kang, only shit face wearing a cowboy hat? Yeah. Only his name is what? Neptos. Neptujanat. Oh, yeah. Neptujanat. French alien. He told Beaumont Dallas was on the corner, and they should go to Dallas and shake hands and make up. Dallas was sober. And Frank and Nep walked up. They shook hands. And then Dallas shot them both, just for existing. But later, when Dallas had his liquor, he saw Beaumont talking to Ranger Ed Scotton. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, Dallas said, how are you, Scotton? 
I just came close to killing a scoundrel just now. I wish I had. <laughs> Beaumont knew it was time to leave and turned and started to leave. Dallas said, stop right there, Beaumont. I want to tell you what I think of you. With my bullets. <laughs> and proceeded to cuss him out. You thirty to $30. $30 some bitch. <laughs> $30 Discount bin, motherfucker. So Beaumont was so angry he was wiping tears away. Oh. <laughs> yes, so angry. <laughs> I was so angry. He stopped at the Manning's bar and told him of his troubles. Uh, Manning passed him a shotgun and told Beaumont to settle it now. Go down and shoot the devil out of him. Well, that's Man, the thing is the Manning's well, the Man- just Well, the Manning's up. really want to kill Dallas, but they're actually afraid to actually confront him right, right. at this so point. So, so they're, they're sending their cannon fodder in yeah, every yeah. way, shape, or form they can. Jesus Christ. So Beaumont and Manning walked to the Alamo bar where Dallas was. Beaumont stood in front of the bar with a shotgun, but Dallas never came out. Around dark, Beaumont went home. Uh, he later learned that Dallas had drunken himself into an unconscious. So he could have just walked, so just in, walked and in and murdered him. God, God damn it. <laughs> I, it would have been better if he'd gone home and Dallas was already laying in his bed like the big bad wolf, like wearing grandma's fucking night, like, nightcap and shit. He's dressed like a sex worker, just like, yeah. hey, it's, bed's nice and warm over yeah. here, you son of a $30 <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> so Doc Cummings was actually married to Dallas's sister, we forgot mm, to mention that. Yes, it's his brother-in-law. Ah. Uh, Doc was deputized when Dallas got the flu and vowed to clean up the Mannings for Dallas. Wow, what a nice guy. That's a good brother-in-law. So he gets the opportunity February 14th, 1882. Oh, Valentine's Valentine's Day. There's going to be something to do with hearts. Well, he forced him to read a fucking Mountain Jack Pike book, and the dude (laughs) killed killed himself. (laughs) Died Um, from eye-rolling and (laughs) face-falling. Shortly after dark, Doc walked into the Manning's bar, found Jim Manning smoking a cigar, Doc knew Jim had quit drinking, so he offered him a drink. Um, Jim said he'd take a cider. This pissed off Doc, but he decided to needle Jim on another subject. Uh, Doc mentioned seeing one of his people who shot at him, uh, who shot at him in Dallas when Johnson tried to assassinate him. They argued over that, and Doc wanted to draw. Uh, Manning did not, but they go out into the street. Doc said, I think I will kill you now. <laughs> I think I will kill you now. At that moment, a passerby uh, heard the commotion and came up to the two. Don't kill him now, mister. Doc whirled and said, are you one of his friends? And stuck a revolver in uh, the, the guy's chest named East. I guess his name's East. Uh, East didn't know either of them and screamed his innocence. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a mistake. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, he was released and went into Manning's saloon to tell Frank Manning about what was going on outside. When Doc turned around, he found that Jim Manning went back into the other bar. Wait, the other bar? I guess so. Okay. Uh, Doc went back and in a loud voice told Jim to take a drink with him. Jim refused again, but went away and came back with a pistol. People disagreed about who shot first. Doc fired and missed hitting the wall. Uh, Manning hit him with two shots. Oh, he crashed the the swinging doors because it's got to be swinging yeah, doors. Yeah, fucking a. And onto the street, and then he dies. Holy shit! The officer William Page was eating at the Globe and came across the street when he heard the shots. So he didn't shoot the sheriff. Shot the deputy. Shot, shot the deputy. The deputy. Okay. Yes, he did. Uh, the coroner's inquiry stated that only one of Jim's shots was fired. Everybody knew that the other shot came from the bartender. 
Uh, Jim Manning was charged with murder and was placed in the custody of the Rangers, but apparently it never went to trial. Uh, the body was examined and Doc's skull was cracked, which doesn't match the story. Well, if he came flying off the balcony and bonked his head on the, what we've established is, yeah, maybe it's maybe it wasn't a jello pudding type of road. I don't know. Could maybe they had cobblestone it or some shit. Perhaps. So maybe it was cracked on the, on the head before he was shot. Yeah, it could very well be too. Yep. When all the evidence was produced, it was evident that Doc brought upon his own death. Uh, Suicide so by go. Manning. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, February 25th, 1882, Dallas returned to El Paso. He's newly married, and Galette told him the story of his good friend Doc's murder. Happy honeymoon. Uh, <laughs> got some news for you. Not going to make you very happy. Leaders in the community agree, uh, arranged a truce that was signed by all parties on April 16th, though, oh, no. so they kiss and make up for a little while. Uh, Reverend Taze had built the first Protestant church in El Paso. I wonder if he was related to the other Tays. Probably. One morning, he railed against drinking habits of the Marshal Dallas. Dallas reacted like the parson had broken one of his bottles. <laughs> that night, in his usual liquored-up condition, Dallas fired both six shooters into, into the church bell. <laughs> uh, the town aldermen met later and agreed to an ordinance forbidding any elected official getting drunk in public. Or punk Probably and drunk not a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, hoping Dallas would get the hint. Uh, naturally, it was ignored, though. A man named Mills came after Dallas's marshal job, but the aldermen voted three to two to keep Dallas. How, uh, how shitty must have Mills been? Probably shitty. Well, he was a general in the military, and then he started making cereal after right. it. Yeah. Uh, the paper wrote about how crime soared while Dallas was drunk, but everything was quiet when he was sober, which was probably true. <laughs> Weird. Uh, hey, correlation doesn't mean causation. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dallas went to the paper and threatened to run the editor out of town. The editor was not scared and went to the city council and said Dallas should be fired. Finally, the council met for Dallas's res- resignation on May 27th, 1882. One member placed a shotgun just outside the window just in case Dallas showed up. And he did show up. <laughs> Do you have that? Yep. He shows up drunk. Yep. <laughs> How dare you call me a drunk? How dare you take my guns and my job, $30? <laughs> you $30, man. So Mayor McGuffin adjourned the meeting until Monday. <laughs> it's the mayor before Mayor McCheese. Yeah. <laughs> mayor McMuffin. <laughs> So, uh, sober, Dallas writes his resignation letter. Uh, oh, you forgot what he told, you told him what he, how he addressed the alderman in the town council? Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, he pulled his guns and twirled them and, <laughs> and then said, I can straddle every goddamn alderman in this council. Straddle? Straddle, I guess. So I, I can stand over To me, that means like, yeah, Between like stand, legs? no, yeah. stand over you after I've fucking shot you. Oh, okay. Or that ride you like a horse. Or ride you like a horse. Yeah, exactly. It, it can mean both. How the West was fucked will be right back. Warning. This ad contains fucking bullshit that's not suitable for anyone. Listener discretion is advised. As I write to you, my dearest Octavia, I cannot help but think that when I joined up with the Union Army, I was worried for the future of our young country. I was a different man then, so young and naive. I did not know what to expect from the Civil War. But it has been the best summer ever. 
Bronson Swagger Entertainment presents Soldiers Gone Wild 10. It's the most outrageous Soldiers Gone Wild yet. The looting. Everybody be cool, it's the robbery. The shooting. The drinking. Go noodle me some fish. The limb amputations. <laughs> Order your copy of Bronson Swagger Entertainment Soldiers Gone Wild 10 today from Sequoia and Swagger's free catalog. Order boys are standing by. So Dallas resigns uh, after he's sober. Uh, they nominate his friend James Gillette as a, uh, or Gillett. I, I prefer Gillett. So after his resignation, Dallas hangs around town, living off the earnings of the Globe restaurant that Doc left to him. But the problem is, he's an outsider. Mm-hmm. The rest of the town is all there and been inbreeding for you. Not necessarily inbreeding, but they have, you right. know. He's not one of us. Right. <laughs> and he came in with all these fucking rangers, some of which we know and some of which we don't. We yeah. don't like the ones we don't know because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he also becomes a deputy U.S. marshal, mm-hmm. which you don't work all that much. You no. just can work federal cases. And Texas didn't give a fuck about federal cases back then because they were still not totally accepting that they were part of the U.S. Again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again. July 29th, Billy Bell and William Page, one of Dallas's former assistant marshals, they get into an altercation. He grabbed Page and broke it up. Then the two get drunk. Then they return to the bar where the altercation took place. Then the argument started again. Yeah, no shit. Sounds like your Friday <laughs> night on for fucking... Jesus fucking Christ. So Dallas pulls a gun and shot at Page, but missed. Damn it. Uh, Page grabbed, uh, grabbing his arm, and it went to the, into the ceiling. Page tore the gun away, and Dallas grabbed another pistol and was ready to send Page to the cemetery. I got 26 more of these in my boot. <laughs> no shit. The mask. Uh, just then, Marshal Gillett uh, showed up with a shotgun and arrested them both. And they were both fined $25, and Dallas was placed under a $250 peace bond. Now shake hands. What the fuck is a peace bond? It means if uh, you fuck to st- around, to it's, basically, peace it's like again? probation. Yeah, okay, like, right. if you fucking do anything, you're going to jail, right. like, yeah. Gotcha. And, or probably having to pay 250 yeah, whatever. Uh, much of uh, Dallas's work kept him in New Mexico as deputy marshal now. But September 17th, he goes back to El Paso to serve a warrant. He poked his head inside Manning's bar looking for the man to uh, serve the warrant, but didn't see him. So he went to the Acme Saloon, because this is a cartoon. Yep. <laughs> the Wiley Coyote's bartending and the Roadrunner's bussing tables. There he closes down the bar. Bartender slash owner went to Dallas uh, with, with Dallas to Abby Bell's parlor house. Dallas called outside for his favorite, uh, named Carrie. She was gone for a bite to eat, and Dallas would wait in the parlor, so it was 3 a.m. So he still wanted to fuck after all that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Doesn't he have, a, like, a newish wife? Somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere. Oh, okay. In a different uh, area code. So Dallas's quick look into the Manning saloon triggered the events to come. Uh, someone at the bar warned the Manning brothers that Dallas was looking for him, even though he was looking for somebody else. Aha. So while Dallas was quote-unquote visiting Carrie, the Mannings were arming themselves. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Noon <laughs> uh, the following day, Dallas showed up at the Acme Saloon. A few minutes later, Frank Manning walked in and asked for a drink. Then another... 
While Frank and Brooks, the bartender, talked, Dallas walked behind the bar, grabbed a bottle and a glass, and went back to the back of the bar. That's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. LCB will get you. Brooks said that he didn't want any trouble in his bar to Manning. Manning said it wasn't his fault. Stoudemire rose and walked outside, passing by Manning. Probably giving him one of those aggressive, like, shoulder brush. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Watch your step or whatever, yeah. Manning walked into the gambling room and came back in a few minutes, saying that he wouldn't start any trouble. Dallas comes back in, this time followed by uh, oh, another Manning who had a drink with his brother. It's a lot of Mannings. Was that that's like the third was Manning? Was that George Doc Manning? Or, yeah, or, yeah, George see, Doc. that's the other Doc. Is there's a Doc Manning. There's a, uh, there's a Stoudemire's brother-in-law, Doc, who is now deceased, deceased, and then there's another Doc. Okay. But he's a Manning. Now so, all you have to really worry about is Mannings. So we, now, now we got three Mannings. After the eight billion surnames Franks, we've just yeah. went through and, and the Baker's dozen Franks, now it's like a lot of Manning. So Dallas's face showed a sour expression. In disgust, he left again. Like if he ate a warhead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pucker up. Bitter beer face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Mannings went outside and talked for a few minutes and left. Uh, Dallas went on to the gym saloon, where his hangover was improved. Mm. He came in singing a silly song. Like what? Like Big Rock Candy Mountain or... And the cat came back the very next day. <laughs> Polly Wally Doodle Holiday. <laughs> he stopped by the druggist, A.L. Nichols, and said, The some bitches have put up a job to kill me this evening. So give me some opium. <laughs> uh, Nichols said, uh, Why don't you just go home? But Dallas ignored his advice. Like a pussy? Hell, fuck no. Where's that opium? Uh, another man came in and told Nichols that uh, papers were being sworn out for Dallas's arrest. Nichols told Dallas this. Uh, Dallas said that he'd go to the judge and smooth things out, but instead he bumped into J.W. Jones, another owner of the Acme. Dallas told Jones he wanted no trouble from the Mannings, but if they wanted to fight, he would oblige him. He told Jones what to a take... gentleman. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to. Look, man, if I'm, you want to... I'm very accommodating. Yeah. What's your schedule look like? <laughs> uh, he told Jones to take that info to the Mannings, which he did. Uh, the Mannings were happy to hear that he didn't want to fight, and it seemed another peace agreement was about to come. Uh, about 5.30 in the evening, Dallas asked Brooks and Jones to go with him to the Manning Saloon where they'd have a drink and shake hands. Mm, sounds like a put-up job. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. They probably don't need to really shake hands because I think uh, Dallas's hands are probably really shaky at this point and, yep. <clears throat> by themselves. And if they aren't, they're full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Steady as a rock. Yeah, but I shoot with this hand. They went into Manning's saloon. Jim Manning was standing beside the bar. Doc Manning was playing pool. Dallas said he'd come, do- come on, Doc, let's have a drink, and asked where, where Frank was. Jim went to go find him. Uh, Doc Manning stepped up to the bar and had a drink with Dallas. Dallas said, uh, quote, some liars or damn some bitches have been lying on both parties and been trying to make trouble. See, mine, my quote I got of is, Doc, somebody, someone or somebody... Which I don't, yes, someone or somebody, isn't that the same thing? (laughs) Has been going about telling lies. Doc replied, go ahead, Will. Dallas said, you haven't stuck to our agreement. I was like, Dallas, you have not kept your word. And he said, whoever says that is telling a damn lie. Whoever says I have not tells a damn lie. See, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. So Jones jumps in between the two men and pushes them apart. Dallas was off balance and was the last to draw. Doc Manning shot over the shoulder of Jones when he bent down. Doc Manning's first shot smashed through Dallas's left arm, severing an artery. Ouch! 
glanced off and entered his chest and struck a rib. And also, it, ouch. Exited through the breast. Ouch. Oh, damn. That so had some fucking... took like a U-turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's probably a 40, 44 or uh, cold, you know, 45 long cold at point blank ass range. Well, it came out his chest. Did it come? Did it actually hit himself in the fucking throat? Well, it kind of went like... Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, but like, it, uh, that means it'll be coming right well, back just at fucking man. Just wait for what the second shot does, because it, okay. it makes this really weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dallas's pistol, which he had half drew, went flying across the room in the meantime. Because it was in the arm he got shot in, I mm-hmm. believe. So Dallas reels backwards, and Doc Manning fired again. The cartridge didn't have enough powder... Smashed into Dallas's chest and knocked the wind out of him. Well, yours says it didn't have enough powder, which is probably true. Mine is he had so many fucking warrants in his pocket. Like, he had, like, a fucking yellow pages full of paper. Oh, sure. It's probably column A, column B and kind of it's fucking. Well, I mean, let's go harken back to the Teddy Roosevelt where they tried to, he tried to get assassinated, tried to get assassinated, <laughs> where they tried to assassinate him before giving his speech, and it went through his speech that was folded up a bunch yeah, of times and his, his glasses, glasses case. case. Okay, yes. yeah, that's right. But I'm just still saying this is well, this is a little less than point blank at this point if Dallas is reeled back. Right, right. So the first one pretty much killed him because yeah. if it's ever your artery in your you're, arm and you're, 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 you're fucked, yeah. you know. And then glances off a rib and like pretty much shoots out his fucking nipple. It's turned you know? him into a fucking pinball machine, man. Right. But then the second one goes like blink off some papers. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. So either way, uh, uh, Dallas is kind of knocked into the street. Dallas drew his other pistol and fired as Doc jumped in onto the sidewalk. Doc got a bullet in the right arm and caused his weapon to fly into the street. Doc rushed Dallas and they grappled. Jim Manning walked up and took out a forty-five, missing a trigger. What? Uh, missing a trigger? Probably a trigger guard. I was going to say trigger guard. Well, that was often done to facilitate a quick draw. Right. Yeah. You know, it's also a great way to uh, shoot yourself in the leg while reholstering, mm-hmm. uh, reholstering said trigger yeah. guardless pistol. Yeah, if you know cocked, but so that's why you shouldn't you know do too much uh, adjustments on your on your guns. Well, he also had thing, a sawed off barrel. These too. are double act or single act. Double, yeah, single actions. So it has to be cocked for that trigger to do a fucking thing anyway. But some of these guys are like, oh, I can't can't waste a split second. I'm going to carry this thing around locked and cocked with no fucking trigger guard. I'm going to put it right next to my balls, aiming at my fucking thigh. Yeah, your fucking main <laughs> artery. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I shot myself like a stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you said it had a sawed-off barrel, too? Yeah. Like oh, the handgun did? No, mm-hmm. sawed off. Well, yeah, they'd also, they'd clip the barrels. Oftentimes, they'd shave down the sights. What, is it, what does that do? Well, shorter barrel, less time to pull it out of a holster. Oh, okay. And trimming your sights, less chance it'll hang up on the holster. If I'm shooting you from three feet away, what the fucking do I yeah, need no, sights for? I'm going to do right? a six-round mag dump into your fucking boiler and call her a day. Yeah. But uh, uh, Jim uh, he aimed it at Dallas's head, but he missed and hit a barber's pole. <laughs> but the next shot... Fuck! Hit- but the next shot, Jim uh, shot, hit Dallas just above the right ear, so yeah. that would probably do you in. Uh, Marshall Gillett got there just in time to pull Doc Manning off of Dallas's corpse. Because he was... Beating him on the head with Dallas's own gun. Okay. Well, he's a little, fucking dude he's a little fired, he's a little fired up. Yeah, no shit. They've only been at each other's dicks right. for years now, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Manning brothers were arrested. Uh, Doc's arm was bandaged. I guess he got shot in the arm, did I mention yeah, that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because okay. Dallas got him in the arm. Yeah. Uh, Dallas' corpse shot him in the arm. The trials yeah. were... <laughs> <laughs> the, tr- 
trials were short. Uh, the brothers were found not guilty. Because all their friends were, you know, <laughs> friends and relatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc Manning didn't even show up to court because his arm was still bothering him. Uh, the foreman of the jury was uh, of the Doc Manning's case was W.W. Mills. That was the man who was gunning for Dallas's old yeah, job General, as marshal. General, General Mills. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. So he's, yeah. No, you guys are fine. <laughs> yeah. And on Jim's jury was an old business partner, too, so they get it. Fair and impartial. Uh, within two years, the Mannings were gone from El Paso. John Manning, one of the Manning brothers who didn't get involved with the Dallas feud, was elected El Paso deputy sheriff in early 1883. John ran for sheriff but lost, and he becomes assistant city marshal, then deputy U.S. marshal. On October 31st, 1883, he was charged with two indictments of swindling and misapplication of county funds. Well, see, my my, my shit is not John. It was uh, Frank, like, because they had uh, Assistant City Marshal Tom Mode was killed. Mode spelled M-O-A-D, like Toad with an M. That's I don't, I don't know if I think that's a cool name or if it's kind of a gross name, because <laughs> I don't know either which way. Like, he got shot while investigating a disturbance at a brothel, and then Frank Manning was appointed to uh, replace him, according to my notes. Oh, maybe. Well, in my notes being the Wikipedia page I read three days ago. <laughs> In-depth research. We're doing. Well, I also did some uh, Texas Historical Society shit, but that was actually more goddamn embellished than anything else and cut out, cut out quite a bit of the drunken escapades. And February 10th, 1885, John Manning with other marshals were taken to stagecoach robbers to prison by train. Along the train were the prisoners' wives and family, Bye. who slipped the prisoners some guns, which were then because used. Of course, they did. <laughs> <laughs> which were then used on the marshals. Uh, Manning took two shots in the shoulder and one in the neck. Ooh. He fell in the aisle and kept firing at the escaping prisoners. They jumped off the train, but one of the prisoners died from the holes that Manning put in him. Oh. I thought you were going to say, like, the holes dug alongside the track. (laughs) The holes that Manning installed in his body. Uh, He dies a few hundred yards from the tracks. The other prisoner was captured the next day. Uh, John Manning recovered and moved to Washington State. Oh, gross. Mm -hmm. Where he still lives today. Yep. Beautiful Port Orchard. Oh, here we go. Frank Manning became city marshal in El Paso April 18th, 1883. Yeah. He replaced Gillette. May 26th, Frank entered the store of Mr. Walls and made a demand that Walls couldn't honor. Mr. Walls? Uh, that sounds like some Reservoir Dogs shit, totally. only not color. This is, my this is Mr. Calling, Door. Mr. Floor. Mr. Mr. Window. window. <laughs> uh, Frank became... Wow, I'm going to be Mr. Toilet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Frank became enraged, grabbed Walls by the shirt, and hit him over the head with a cane and threatened him with a revolver. So Frank's a good marshal, too. Uh, for for the standard of the time, yeah, it sounds sure. like by the book. <laughs> Frank then went to Deputy Assessor Stromblatt. Strom- wow. Stromblatt. That sounds like a fucking vampire with diarrhea or something <laughs> like <laughs> He slapped Strom- him. Count Stromblatt. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Stromboli has been used. Uh, we haven't had uh, the Stromboli for years. <laughs> He slapped him and shoved a pistol under his nose. Uh, Smell this. Evidently, Frank was mad at him for not supporting his brother John Manning for sheriff. Uh, a citywide uproar started, and Frank resigned to be avoid being fired. From El Paso, Frank and James went to Arizona and mined for silver and gold, unsuccessfully. As most people did. 
Uh, Doc Manning decided to join him and open a practice in Flagstaff. Is he actually a doctor? Mm-hmm. Usually, if your nickname is Doc, Just yeah, like, cool. well, what was Doc Holiday? He's a dentist. Right. Yeah. And I'm assuming Schottenmeyer's brother-in-law. Yeah, actually was, was a doctor. Yeah, like. But yeah. most of the time it's just meant you're good at cards. But Well, it seems to be that if he's opening a practice, he probably also was like a, I don't know, optometrist, dermatologist, you know, uh, plastic surgeon, something. <laughs> so as years go by, Frank goes uh, sinks into senility, mm. and Doc takes care of him. That's my favorite fucking doom metal band, sinking into senility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he finally had him committed to the Arizona State Hospital in 1922, and he dies there in 1925. Holy shit. Uh, James Manning moved to Seattle and moved a, owned a liquor store that burned down during the Great Fire of 1889. Ooh. Whoa. Which we actually probably should do a whole episode on since I don't know we fucking live here. No. I, I think we just did, right? No. There was a huge fire. We need, to, eight- we need to go to the Mohai and do a field recording of going through the Great Seattle fire exhibit at the Mohai. Sure. Mm-hmm. But first we need to go to the Victory Lounge for about three hours before we go to the Mohai. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the Klondike Museum, too. And the Klondike Museum. Oh, that's something we forgot to mention last what last episode. There's yeah. like a whole-ass Klondike Museum in Seattle. Well, kind of why we forgot to mention is none of us have gone there, so we... Yeah. Well, Will says it's a national park. Yeah, it's run by the National Park anyway. Or park Service, yeah. But uh, it's Sounded basically pi- one little storefront. It's also down in Pioneer Square where angels fear to tread at yeah. this current day, yeah. day and age. It's a Seattle. fucking zombie movie down there yeah. these days. So uh, he loses everything and then opens a saloon in Anacortes. Ooh. Oh, shit. Then he moves to Orcas Island. Ooh. Whoa. Move it on up. And there he was unsuccessful, then moved to L.A. where you uh, started a fucking glam metal band. Good riddance. <laughs> Then he dies of cancer of the spleen and liver in 1915. Well, the spleen and the liver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc Manning led a respectable life in Wait, flight. did you say 1950? 1915. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. I mean, at maybe that, he, at that he stage, is a vampire at that yeah. stage, go ahead, like, give me the spleen and <laughs> liver. I've seen it all. Like. <laughs> Uh, Doc Manning uh, spends the rest of his life in Flagstaff, doctoring there, and he dies in 1925. See, so. he was a doctor, too. Yep. 1925. It never ceases to amaze me, man, when it's like, you know, fucking shoot out at the OK Corral to fucking, like, cars everywhere and, you know, electricity yeah. and whatnot. Well, I mean, even in that, like, shit, Klondike had electricity. I know, yeah. The Dynamo, 800-pound Dynamo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that what didn't supply shit for electricity. That became a fucking <laughs> paperweight for some rocks. Hauling it across a glacier. <laughs> this is necessary. Well, fuck, uh, fuck bringing 800 pounds of food. When I was at the, the ghost town of Ballarat, they had um, they had one guy living there, but actually he had somebody else talking to people because he was just spitting and mining stuff, sitting there with a gold pan. But oh. uh, inside the little little store there, they had a picture of like an old Indian that died in like 1950 or 60. But he was a kid when they came across in 1849 and got lost, the first people to cross Death Valley. Oh, shit. And they're like, we don't talk to white people. We don't know what the fuck they were back in 1849. <laughs> yeah. This guy lived to be 100 years old. It's fucking and- ghosts. Whoa. That's yeah. awesome. Holy See, shit. See that dry air, healthy living. Fucking mm-hmm. A. Damn. Also, avoiding white people so they don't ply you with alcohol or bullets. Yep. And that extends your life. <laughs> <laughs> so that- that is Dallas from Dallas Stoudemire yeah. from El Paso. Hell, Dallas from El Paso. Hell Paso. From, from out in the West Texas town of El Paso. 
He sadly did not fall in love with a Mexican girl. Mm, he should have. Uh, I, mean, I feel like he's kind of Actually, we don't know what his wife, like what her heritage was. She very well could have been. But yeah, um, kind of like uh, drunken six foot four cowboy Terminator. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh... He's kind of a mixed bag because, yeah, yeah. I, I, when he was in charge, it was like, yeah, yeah. fucking shit's run a tight ship here, but also sounds like a really shitty fucking yeah. drunk. You, you want to root for him, but then then you're like, ooh, no, oh no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Especially the, like, oh, my famous gunfight where two of the people I killed in five seconds weren't even shooting at me. Yeah. <laughs> but they still Brandon's. count, but they still count. <laughs> still count, exactly. <laughs> It just uh, uh, it just goes to remind me every time we do shit like this where it's just like, ah, uh, I, uh, I never want to live in that fucking era. Like well, pe- some of those you places. You don't want to live in El Paso. Some right? of the places yeah, yeah. don't so, sound some of those terrible. Places, like yeah. Tombstone actually was bad, but not like that fucking bad. Like, this place until the herbs, like you know, and the, and the fucking Clanton shit. But El Paso just sounds like a it's lawless a fucking hellscape. shithole, yeah. <laughs> We're trying to remember, too, from just from the... Uh, uh, Pancho Villa episode about how they the white people would watch the war going on across, across the, river. the river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just like get drunk and sit on a bluff like, and start just watch placing it your bats and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking weird, man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They brought out a Maxim gun. Uh, five more on uh, the, you know, the, the Federales. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Wild. Uh, yeah. Wild, wild stuff. Oh, yeah. Wild weird, stuff. Weird, 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 wild stuff. Man. All right, stay tuned Fucking for the, Texas. what is it, the Truther. 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 That's not probably happening. Are there ghosts in your blood or just <laughs> demons? <laughs> Only Jesus can tell you. Here's a, here's a $1 trillion dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Fucking shoot me, please. Yeah. Uh, let's go out in a hail of... El Paso fire. Yeah. That sounds like a hot sauce. Stroud fire. Ooh, Stroud fire. Ah.